Welcome to Getting Cozy with Erin Hill. Now here's our mama. Hey y'all, welcome back to Getting Cozy with Erin Hill. I am so excited today to have with me a fellow podcaster. His name is Charlie Van, and he actually interviews reality TV personalities as well. And he is in the Texas area. So we are so excited to have him virtually with us. Charlie, welcome. Hey, thank you. I'm excited. By the way, congrats on your podcast. I mean, I always love tuning in, and he's had some awesome guests in the reality world, and I'm just I'm honored to be uh, be a guest tonight. Oh my God, you're so sweet. Thank you so much. That's very kind. Um, you know, we're just having fun out there, right, in the reality TV world, and we're just trying to connect and uh, get to know these people who they are off the shows, which I think is just so interesting. Um, especially as viewers, you know, we see such a little part of them on the show, but I'm sure you'll agree that once you get to talk to them and get to know them better, you're really kind of blown away by who they really are. Oh, definitely. They're they're normal people, too. Um, (laughs) You know, got to have a a cool, unique experience, obviously a high-pressured experience, depending on the show that they've been on, but I think it's all a little high-pressure. You know, it's not normal to have cameras in your face every single time, but but what's cool is how chill they are and and very how candid they are about their experience uh, on whatever show, whether it be The Bachelor or... You know, I know you've talked to, you know, Love Island, uh, but they're cool. They're so open, and, and that's what makes the, the podcasting with them so much fun, and they're so, they're usually all laid back. For sure. I completely agree with you. I've been blown away by, you know, who I've met. It's just so funny because you have these perceptions of them when you see them on TV, and they're just so different, uh, you know, in person or when you're connecting with them off the show. So uh, it's been a real honor um, to be able to do that. I love that I have you on because we can kind of chat about our mutual uh, adoration of uh, or admiration of um, The Bachelor uh, franchise. I think we both uh, really enjoy um, that show, and there's so much going to happen here in the next uh, week. Actually, we're a week away. Oh, no. Right. We're only a week away. Actually, less than a week, right? Yeah, less than a week. I know. It doesn't feel like time has flown. It it, it feels like Bachelor Christmas. Like, it's like Bachelor Christmas. Like, the countdown. You know, it's like it's you know, sports came back. Everyone's excited about that. But The Bachelor is back. (laughs) There's so much juiciness that is out there that we learn that it's like, Oh man, you're just now waiting to see everything unfold. And I'll, I'll be honest, I was a late Bachelor Nation bloomer, as you can see. My parents were fans for a long time. Uh, we talked about this, you know, Chris, the host, he's from my, you know, hometown, my yeah. high school. So he's Dallas royalty. Uh, but I really, it was only a couple of years ago that I really like it caught my eye, and then. Uh, when his restaurant theme theory opened here and I started going, they did Bachelor Night. I mean, I was hooked and I went back <laughs> and rewatched it. So I am ready to go. I can't wait. I know from what we've seen out there. As Chris always said, most shocking season ever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think this will take the cake, um, you know, if, if all the rumors we're hearing are true. And we'll, we'll go over some of those. Um, but before we do, I'm curious, what was the first season that you watched, Charlie? So the real first season, like, and when I say real first season, I mean, because I, I had seen highlights in the past, so, uh, but Andy Dorfman season was, like, the real, that, like, I actually sat down. Now, I have seen Melissa Reichardt, she's, you know, from Dallas, you know, she was very, very early on, but, but as far as, like, 
watched the whole season, it was Andy Gorfman's season, and, you know, the whole Nick Vial. Yes. And, um, that's when I really, like, took notice. And then from then on, I was, like, hooked watching. And, and also, I think part of it, too, is Bethlehem is known to have quite a bit of contestants go on the show. So mm-hmm. you're kind of like, oh, that's awesome. So, and knowing that, you know, also, you know, Chris, you know, hosting, which, you know, congratulations to him. He's done such an awesome job uh, throughout these years and to kind of represent, you know, Lake Highlands, which is the community we're from, is cool. So knowing that, I just, you know, like I got to support. And there's been some awesome seasons uh, since then. But, yeah, Andy's was probably the real first that I would say I thoroughly, like, sit through and watch. I have to say that's so funny because I literally am rewatching Andy's season on Hulu <laughs> right now. And um, I am so shocked because I couldn't remember Nick in the very beginning. That was, like, the first time we met Nick, right? That was the first time. Nick and Josh, you knew that they were going head-to-head. Yes. So, so opposite. Because you can kind of just like you can kind of feel that like these are the two guys there's everybody else but these two guys and they don't get along because there's a competitiveness for Andy right there which there's always a competitiveness but like it's these two guys these are the front runners oh yeah and with Nick he's just so different you know than the Nick we know now we know like this such this confident cool you know collected Nick and we just don't we didn't see that back then you know it just kind of like grew into that right so it's really interesting watching that back and it's so funny that you said that was your first season because I literally am rewatching it and it's it was such a good season it really was but moving on so I feel like the seasons that we're gonna have from now on you know with all the diversity that's happening I mean they just released Matt James girls and I could not believe how diverse the cast was I was very impressed I'm so happy that they're taking a note from you know us as viewers saying hey look we don't want to just see you know Caucasians we want to see all races POC all of them you know and that made me so happy to see all those beautiful women beautiful women but there's one that we have to talk about Charlie his ex very beautiful girl is actually one of the contestants his ex of I think two or three months actually she and Matt dated when Tyler and Gigi were dating and they were a couple so she is going to be on this season having had all this history that is so interesting to me what do you think that angle was that uh that they were thinking on the show uh i think they were thinking plot twist uh you know <laughs> it, 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 well but here's the thing and and i know you you were a dating coach history is hard to compete with it is yes. like when couples no matter how long somebody's been broken up History is always going to be a strong test. And, you know, there's always some kind of feeling there. There's always some kind of feeling. Whether you, you know, react to that feeling or not, it's hard. Because when you had a past, you've had a past. So I think bringing her in, there's got to be, I don't know Matt, never met Matt, never talked to Matt. We'll find out. Matt heard a lot of great things. But, you know, when you have an ex on that was okay obviously okay to be on there's got to be that well let's see and let's see how this flame is there still a flame with everybody else right sometimes, that's the time. sometimes you have a couple that's been in a relationship for a long time 
something happens, they break up, they go date other people, and maybe dating that other people realize there's still something there. There's still something strong. It's like, you know, they always say you leave your hometown or leave, and it's like you realize what you miss, like what you really mm-hmm. like, or why you love your hometown. Well, it's kind of like that with a relationship, too. You break up, you had that strong bond, you move on to other people, but you're not really serious with other people, but then you realize, I still have something for this person. So maybe right. maybe that was a thought process. This is a competition. I mean, it is. And, and maybe bringing her on, which I'm sure he had to okay, you know, is like... Well, you think so? Like you think he knows? Well, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I'm just thinking that's a little... Like, we mentioned <laughs> Nick Vial. His season, he had the, the person that he kind of had a fling with. Right. Up. He's a little surprised. She's, he's like, you could have called me, you know, after that wedding. You know, I would have been the bachelor. Right. I mean, maybe, maybe not. But I guess we'll see. We'll see how filming, I, I think, hasn't started yet. But, like... It's an issue either way that is going to be a test. That's going to be something because there's history. There's already history there. Right. You know, they know each other. They've had a bond. But that history and that chemistry that they did have, it will be tested. And it will show with other women there, like, hey, is there something still there? Or maybe he has moved on. That's going to be the big thing. So I don't know that, he, you know, that they did okay. I, I you know. Hey, that's a huge surprise. But the fact that it's already out there, and like I said, I don't know if they, I believe they just went into production for that, or they're about to go into production. So if they haven't filmed yet, then he, he must be aware of it. So I heard that they're going to start production, I believe, this weekend. But I did yeah. also hear that they took his phone away very early, like literally probably weeks ago. So this just came out. So I am erring on the side of he doesn't know. And I have to say that here's the thing. Okay, there's two sides of this, right? The dating coach in me is coming out. I feel like if you're dating someone for two to three months and you break up, there's A, a reason you're breaking up, and B, it's probably not that the right person for you. I get it that you, you know, are going to go and meet all these other girls, and then maybe you'll say, oh, nobody compares to you. Okay, fine. But also, you kind of had that chance with her when there's no other girls around to be competing. So I feel like if you couldn't make it work then, most likely you're not going to make it work now. But, you know, the other thing I have to go back to is the Peter and Hannah B situation. I was about to say the same thing. 100%. Yeah. Because she was yeah. an ex-girlfriend. Was she not? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and Peter, Peter knew she was coming on because he was aware of that, right? But he didn't yeah. know that she was coming on with the idea of possibly joining the girls. So I feel like it's kind of similar, although this time it's literally going to be like, hey, Matt, your ex is here and she's part of the house. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and, and, and he might not know. He might not know. And it is a, it is a twist. I mean, you got to make things interesting, right? Oh, you know, for sure. Uh, it's great TV. You know, so, but, like, hey, you know, like at the same time, maybe there could be still something there. I mean, we don't know how Matt does that. Like, we're, we're going to find out like everybody else, you know? Right, right. Uh, so it's good. he might not know. He might not know, and that would be the plot twist of him. It would have been more plot twist if it didn't say anything, and we just see the video. It's like, oh. Oh, definitely. Uh, you know? 
So yeah, uh, it could be, but it's still even two, three months. They have that. They at least had some kind of chemistry to be together. For so sure. So even if it didn't work out, you know, maybe there was a regret. Who who knows how why it ended? But this is a test. And Hannah, Hannah was that test for Peter because obviously we knew how Peter felt about Hannah and right. and that. So that was kind of. But then he realized, you know, he, he kind of like, yeah, this wasn't the fit and it wasn't meant to be. So. You know, that may be the thing here. It's interesting but for sure. Gonna find, it's going to be interesting to see. It, it's really kind of not the first time in a way, you know, that somebody's come on that has had a past with The Bachelor or maybe The Bachelorette. But the fact that they have dated before, that's an interesting dynamic. Even if it was two or three months, it would way different if it like we were together for like two years. Oh, yeah. Know? I can't imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That, that's very gutsy right there yeah um but would not surprise me that would be a big big wrench <laughs> to the plans with everybody else but we'll see what happens i mean i feel too that you're right we don't know if he broke up with her or she broke up with him right so if she yeah. broke up with him he might be really excited to see her there so i didn't even think about that charlie <laughs> yeah. i mean in, in two three months anything can happen in that and you know they started doing what right before quarantine or maybe during quarantine, you know, yeah. probably a little bit. So all that stuff, like, you know, two, three months relationships, anything can happen, you right, know. Right, At least I think the producers felt confident. You know what? Let's see what happens. So yeah. if he does it, that's a very interesting plot twist. But uh, I, I guess we'll wait and see what, what happens there. But uh, I, I think it's kind of unique by to go back to your diversity like i think it's great i i really do i really i thought i got to see the cat at i think the the variety well even with claire even with claire like and um first season the, the diversity as well but uh especially with matt james i i think the diversity is great that that um I think it's great that we're, they're making strides and they're really trying. And it sounds like, you know, Chris Harrison had said that, hey, there's there's changes behind the scenes, too, that you guys aren't seeing. So it makes me happy that they're listening, you know, to the viewers and they're listening to people saying, hey, we want some change. We want some yeah. some different faces, you know, and uh, people want to be able to relate to the people they see on screen, which I completely understand that. So I love that they are taking these big strides. But I have to say the resort that Matt is filming at, the Nima Colon, oh my God, that place is incredible. I mean, we saw Peter and Kelly's little adventure there. And I think um, Jason and Caitlin, I think, also went. And it was just amazing. It looks like it's going to be this just all-inclusive, beautiful place, you know, up in Pennsylvania. I mean, it must be just picturesque and gorgeous right now because it's fall. It's going to be a beautiful backdrop. I kind of feel badly for Claire because she's, you know, in the desert at like, what, 115 degrees heat and guys are passing out and it's just, it's it's awful. So um, I'm sure she's she's probably pretty jealous (laughs) of Matt. Well, because they started filming hers, what, in July. Oh, my God, in the heat of summer. You know, that's tough. That's tough. I mean, that would be tough if they even filmed here in Texas. I mean, today it was 85, which felt a little warm. You know, so, like, (laughs) yeah, I could not imagine, you know, filming in the desert. No. In July, because usually the Bachelorette is in March when they start filming. Right. So, to go, like, oh, I'm going to be in March. That's nice. 
Yes. I know. It's kind of like how the Love Island cast thought they were going to Fiji and all of a sudden they were going to be in Vegas in the in the dead of summer, you know, in the heat of summer. So oh, yeah. I can't imagine how that felt. <laughs> I've been to Vegas in the dead of summer. Everyone's out in shorts. Half the people don't get out till 9 o'clock at night just because that's the coolest. Which oh, is yeah. Like <laughs> oh, it's awful. Well, you know, I'm a former flight attendant. My worst memory as a flight attendant was landing at McCarran Airport. Yeah. In yeah. probably like early August, and I want to say it was like 117, I had my polyester okay. uniform on, and I swear to you, I think I ripped my hose off when I landed. Like, I walked off the plane, and I was literally just a complete, I was drenched. I was drenched in sweat the oh. minute I walked off the plane, and I just ripped my hose off. I was so uncomfortable. It was so awful. That heat is just it feels like a weight on your body. Like, it is insane. Yeah. So I feel for those guys. I feel for Claire to have to uh, film in that and look, you know, beautiful and, and fresh and <laughs> and perfect, right? So, but let's transition to her season because, gosh, like I said, that's in, what, six days now, less than a yeah. week. And so we've seen a lot of trailers. We've seen a lot of kind of sneak peeks. What has kind of stood out to you as far as being kind of like uh, an aha moment or just kind of, you know, a gasp, like, whoa, they're doing that or this is happening or, yeah. I think this Chris remark, this Chris emotion during that trailer, I mean, it's just, the trailers that I've seen, it's just like the teaser of this, the dramatic, like, like Chris is like, well, we haven't had this before. Right, right. if we're looking from the outside, from all the reports that we've been following the last month, we kind of know what's building up to, you know. So this isn't a super huge plot, to, at least from what we've been in the loop for. So I just think, it, you know, the, the whole teaser with Chris just says it all. But I'm just excited to see what happens. You know, Claire has been a long time with the, the franchise, uh, she started with, what, Juan Pablo season, I believe, right? Yeah, I think was that was Juan her Pablo? first. Yeah. And then her first appearance was Juan Pablo. And then she was on several Bachelor in Paradises. The and then she was also on the Winter Games as well. Yeah, the Winter Games as well. So she's been with the franchise for quite some time as yeah. far as, you know, being a contestant. But I just think for me, like, from the get-go, just all the reports that have been coming out, I'm like, oh. You know, like, like, because never had where you're like, and we were talking about this, we were messaging back and forth on this, like, why is Tage, like, it's just like, something is up. So if you watch the trailers, there's not a lot they give you. No, of course not. It's what I wish Hollywood would do with movies. Yeah, (laughs) right? Just a little bit, not get the whole thing, but... If you keep in tune with what's been going on, you kind of know why. Like, something's up. So, there's going to be a, you know, obviously a, a transition of something. Uh, or at least what we've been report. you know. You never know until you watch the whole Chris Harris bit. I wish I could paraphrase it, but you know what I'm talking about. Just as, It's pretty much like this hasn't happened before. So, yeah. I, 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 I'm just excited to kind of see, like, what is going to happen. I will say this. I do like that there's, I was looking at some of the guys from, like, the kind of older, more mature kind of, you know, and nothing against, like, previous seasons, but I, I think it's great that they have casted a lot of more older 
are in what in their mid thirties, late some are in late thirties. I think one guy was close to like uh, forty. I think that's great. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I love to see that. I'm so glad. I mean. Claire, you know, obviously is not going to be running off with a 20-year-old, you would not think, right? Um, Most likely. You know, I I always tell people your 20s are for dating. Like, you just want to have fun in your 20s. And then when you hit 30, you can think about settling down. But you should not have any pressure whatsoever on yourself when you're in your 20s, ever, at all. It is interesting about that because I wanted to get your quick opinion on that, where that definitely makes sense. I've noticed, though, it just even from friends and stuff like that, that a lot have gotten married at, like, 24, 25, 26, yeah. instead of, like, 30. Like, I'm kind of, like, blessed. <laughs> Standing, and, and it's kind of, like, where we're at a lot. I feel like society a little bit is, or at least from the community I grew up in, it's like, you graduate college, you get married. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. 20, you're 25. So, I mean, what's your thoughts on that? Where obviously, yeah, it may that twenties would be about dating, but not many or not a lot. I mean, there's you can't speak for everybody, but there is a good majority that like are twenty four, twenty five. They're getting married and they're already having a family by the time they're twenty. 26. Yeah, for sure. I think it also depends on where in the country you live. I mean, you know, I'm from the South and in the South, especially like Kentucky and because I grew up in Kentucky, North Carolina and, and Florida. In the South, people do tend to yeah. meet their college sweethearts, get married and have children pretty much, you know, within a year or so, right? Maybe even sooner. So that's yeah, just... Yeah kind of what people do but I feel like when you're looking at somewhere like where I live now California people just want to date and they want to focus on their career and I think that career focusing is kind of taking the place of that more serious relationship because you can't really start a career seriously and have a very serious relationship I mean you can it's just more difficult right it's much much more difficult so like for me I dated all through my 20s and had I was very career focused in my 20s. So once I got to like 30, I actually met my husband when I turned 30 like that same year, which was perfect because, and in my mind, I was thinking, oh my God, I'm so behind. You know, all my friends are already married and they're, they're on their second and third kid, even my sister, you know? But I was like, no, I live in California. This is what we do here. Like this just makes more sense to me. And I was ready. I probably ha- would not have been ready if I had married someone that I met in my 20s also. That's another thing to think about. So, you know, you want to, just go and date and have as much fun as you can enjoy and find who you want know what you want know what you don't want and don't settle you know make sure that is the right person to build a future with and have that solid foundation you know take your time and my god please take your time before you have kids trust me on that because you know you want to have as much fun as you can before kids come into your life they absolutely 100% turn it upside down for the better but still it's upside down okay so let me just put that out there but to go back to Claire's season I feel like it's great that they're getting older men I think that that is going to give her more of a chance of you know finding someone who's mature and wanting to settle down and and if the rumors are true and that you know she does end up with Dale we can see how mature Dale is and he's a, a complete sweetheart he has a great head on his shoulders he is so sincere and genuine Um, I've spoken to him a a few times and I just I adore him I think he's great and so if the rumors are true and she does leave with Dale I am very excited for her for that we will see obviously what happens but that's kind of what the rumors out there are pointing to but I will say that and I don't know if you've heard this Charlie or not but 
the more recent rumors are saying that production had this in mind the entire time. Did you hear this? Production had in the back of their mind that there was going to be a second Bachelorette. Oh, really? Okay. So yeah, I had not heard that, but that is that is very interesting. So that kind of brings me back to Caitlin. Caitlin and Bree? Yeah. Like, that was interesting because it wasn't two Bachelorettes, but the guys had the choice. Yeah. So I, I've always said, I've talked to this from other friends and people that watch The Bachelorette. I was like, you know, it would be interesting if, like, just because the show's been on for a long time, if they had maybe two choices the whole part time, or if there, you know, there was a second bachelor. Now, we don't know how they intertwine this, how, like I said, we just hear rumors about Dell and that. We don't, we don't officially know. But it would be a different dynamic because they've had the same dynamic for a long time. The bring Caitlin was kind of interesting because it was like a choice, you know? It yeah. wasn't like, okay, we're on this one person. Let's let the guys choose. But why not try to bring somebody in? Maybe you have two at the time to be these guys. I mean, you got to, you know, the show's gone, what, 2002, so it's a long time. So, like, how can we spice this up a little bit? Now, we don't know if that's their thinking, but if it is true, it's unique. Maybe she walks off the bill and just realizes, well, I'm not going to keep people with anybody. I found my guy. Hey, take, you know, <laughs> you know, take over. But hey, that's fine too. I mean, I think just we'll find out. But if they mixed it up a little bit where they're like, you know what? We've done this same dynamic for a long time. You know, Tasia, because here's the thing. They talked about Tasia was always kind of the runner up. And like, you know, they were saying like they chose Hannah Brown, but Tasia was kind of there. You know, they were looking at Tasia and then even Tasia and they, they chose to go with Claire you know, I think, and, and this is just me speaking for me, just from talking to other people that watch The Bachelor, you know, the big thing is, going back to the age thing, is like, oh, well, a lot of the contestants, 21, 22, 23, you know, 24, I don't know if this is the why they, they went with Claire, I'm, you know, I'm fine with Claire, but like, you know, that was the thing, it's like, everyone's kind of young, like, even on Peter's season, you know, you have, like, 22, so maybe going with someone that's older, so I don't know if that's why they chose Claire over Tasia at that point, but I know Tasia has been for a while there as a bachelorette. Yeah, but she was vetted. You got to switch things up, and and maybe just maybe this is just speculation. Is like they're like, you know what? You know we love Tasia too, and if she's ready to find love, and you know a lot of people rooted for her too. Before it's like, hey, what if we do two? And just maybe Claire quickly finds the one for and then you know the rest we just see you know Tasia but it, it'll be interesting uh, I think the whole two dynamic whether it's just Claire's is like who knows we want two she's like I found my guy you know and it's like go and then you have Tasia or if you're like hey we got two here you know the guys can figure who either or I think it, it's unique if we do see more Tasia I'm happy for her and Claire finds her person, I, I'm happy for that, too. But I, I think it is a unique dynamic having to either way. However the transition is, from at least if what we see from the rumors and kind of the teaser trailers, I think it's not going to not be dramatic. Oh, no. It'll, it'll 100% be dramatic, I am sure. And I have to say that Bachelorette Australia has two Bachelorettes. They're sisters. Oh. Yeah, and they just started 
I want to say they just started filming or they just started airing this week. So that's two leads in on the show. So maybe, you know, maybe they're starting this trend of of having more than one lead to better their chances of, of finding love. I don't know, but it's it's all very interesting. I can't wait to see I, how it all I, plays I really out. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot because I think when you look at this show, they're very successful. It's been doing kind of the same dynamic for a long time. Right. And, and it's worked a lot. Sometimes you got to mix it up. You know, you got to yeah. see, okay, you know, what can we do a little bit different? Maybe up the stakes a little bit, you know. And, and going back once again to Tasia, who's definitely been a fan favorite. A lot yes. of people's rooted for her, even with John Paul Jones, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and there's been people who have rooted for Claire, too, used to find love. So it's like, okay, how can we have both? And, yeah. I mean, that made us fun. And I think that's great. It makes it a little bit interesting. But once again, like, you know, the, the whole guessing is the interesting part. And that's why I get kind of get about it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Hey, I'm ready to find out. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's the thing. We don't we don't know how all this plays out. We don't know how soon this happens. We don't know how, you know, the transition happens. We don't know any of the details. So it's still very exciting. And I cannot wait. I mean, and the reason we're coming to you guys, you know, we're having this podcast right now together is because Charlie and I on Wednesday mornings are going to or at some point on Wednesday, we're both in different time zones. So we'll figure that out. But on sometime on Wednesday, the day after The Bachelorette is airing the next day. We're going to chat together live about what happened, uh, share our thoughts, get your all's thoughts, you know, so it's going to be really fun. It'll be kind of like tub talk for The Bachelorette. So we're going to be doing this weekly, Charlie and I. So that's the other reason I wanted to come and um, record this podcast with Charlie because we're going to tag team this new season together. So I can't wait. And it's great because, you know, you'll get the female perspective from me, the male perspective from him. And I think it'll be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to team up with you on this. And, I mean, I, I'm i just ready. I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, just from all the reports we get out there and, you know, and already the trailer, it's like Christmas. Yeah. It's like, it felt so long ago since Peter's season, but also didn't. And so it's like, okay, when are, and we didn't know, like, the fate of this show with, you know, right. COVID and everything. And, right. You know, they 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 adapted as everything else has been, but all the reports and like we're speculating right now what's going to happen. I'm intrigued. My goal, though, I have to say, is to get someone from night one, from the very beginning, to come on Tub Talk. So I'm going to be DMing. Everybody that gets cut, and hopefully they'll <laughs> they'll come aboard. And and my my hope is that it'll be like a Matt Donald situation, which you and I have both uh, had the pleasure of interviewing Matt. And I reached out to him night one when Hannah cut him, when Hannah Brown cut him, and I said, "Oh my gosh, I am heartbroken. You are from Las Gatas, which is like down the street." And I was rooting for you. I thought you were adorable. And I I can't believe she cut you night one. I would love to interview you. And it happened probably days later, maybe a week later. So I'm hoping the same thing will happen and these guys will want to come on and chat about their experience as much as they can, you know, still being under contract. But I think that would be so much fun. So stay tuned for that, guys. I think that'd be amazing if I could if I could pull that. Let's see. Let's see if I could do that. A little challenge for me. But 
I want to just touch on one more thing before we wrap up here, Charlie. The Hannah Brown and Tyler Cameron YouTube videos that just surfaced. How interesting were those? Yeah, yeah, because we thought they were off. You know, like, yes. you know, we, we knew that they had a friendship. You know, well, okay, so it all goes back to the mid-tell-all, right? It all goes back to that final episode. Tyler's on that kind of couch with her, and they're like, hey, how about let's get a drink, you know? Yeah. And then we started seeing them in quarantine and Matt James, by the way, his good friend, mm-hmm. all hanging out. And we're like, well, because we heard the thing about Gigi, right? You know, we, we knew that they were kind of, Hannah and him were hanging out. And then suddenly, ooh, he's with Gigi. And it's like, question mark. And then, but they're hanging out together, him and Hannah and Matt James, all there in quarantine. But we're just friends, no dating. And... And now we resurface back to now, and now, you know, it looks like they're together. Um, you know, I always felt, going back to that show, they had the strongest connection. I really did. Like, the most, in my opinion, the most authentic connection. I know Jed was there, as a guitar, but I never felt like it was authentic between her and Jed. But I thought with Tyler, Tyler was so wholesome, and I just felt like when I watched like them together it just felt more real if that makes sense like even for Peter it just to me it didn't feel as authentic as it did Tyler in him like oh she's gonna pick him you know she's gonna pick Tyler and when she did it like man I don't know they meshed well and so I'm not surprised now like I'm sure they developed a friendship but I'm not surprised now that from what we see you know yeah I think, yeah, I see where you're coming from. I, from a woman's perspective, and I hope this isn't, you know, TMI or anything, but for the fact that they did not sleep together in the fantasy suites, I think speaks volumes because we all know that she slept with Peter, of course, and then, you know, most likely Jed, right? But the fact that she abstained with Tyler knowing their chemistry. I mean, I will never forget when she <laughs> crawled into the um into the van that was leaving, you know, when Tyler yeah. was leaving, I think on the it might have been like the last date before or something like that. And she was like yeah. on top of Tyler. I was like, "My god, that chemistry, you can cut it with a knife." I mean, it's insane, right? Yeah. That that yeah. sexual tension. So the fact that they did not consummate it, it was it's just it blows my mind. That to me that's powerful. Like that is very powerful. So, but I will say that they did not say that they're dating. They said that. Oh yeah. Right. They said that during quarantine, they didn't even kiss, and we all thought that they were yeah, just yeah, like. Yeah, they, they slept in the same bed. They, they, they yeah. Slept in the same bed. Right. Like, no kissing. So, right. So and they have self control. I, <laughs> I, I think it's that too, and I think there's hey, no matter what we are, we're gonna be friends. We had this bond experience because that's an experience you know the bachelor, oh, yeah. bachelor, that's, that's weeks and weeks away and that's your friend you know that's your friend even though you're competing with any other guy for this friendship that's your friend and there's that bond and even during quarantine her and, and, and matt you know him and matt are really close and hannah became a friend so they haven't said what they are but there's always going to be a relationship of some kind there and right. you don't always see that with this show you know, buddy, but you don't always see the, the guy or the girl who didn't get chosen, but everyone thought would, or, and they still, they keep that bond. Yeah. Even if it's not a romantic bond, they Strong still friendship. keep that bond. That's, yeah. that's strength right there. 
Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with you on that one. Yeah, it, it warms my heart to see that they're still, you know, friendly. They've kind of rebuilt their friendship over what's happened in the past. And then they bonded over their their family situations that happened pretty much back to back. I mean, the, Tyler's yeah. mom died, I think, the day before yeah. Hannah's brother overdosed. Like, that is that's crazy timing. So, you know, they say it's all about timing. And I think that it was just like a perfect mix of everything to kind of come together with that. Well, and friendships, you know, can, you know, over time, like my parents were friends, you know, before they really, really dated. And that, you know, sometimes friendships can build into great relationships. And though they technically, yes, they dated on the show, but, you know, I think now it's, you know, it's about that friendship and they don't yeah. need to kind of put a title to it or whatever you know that's up to them during this and has been for him and like you said he's been there for hannah and whatever it is it's going to be but the fact that they still stay in contact after that show is huge it's like okay yeah. what we have here is bigger than the show yeah you know Same we're sense. not but I have your back, you have my back. We'll see what happens, but no matter what, we still got each other in some way. Yes. And I think that's kind of, the show is about finding love, but when you see stuff like this, like that there can be more than this, even that, like that there is a, a long friendship, that's great too. Even with the guys, you know, and the girls that become close friends, oh, that's what is great too. I mean, you know, you see so many contestants, like, you know, Connor and, and Mike Johnson. Yeah. And, you know, that would have never met if maybe if they hadn't been on this show. Those kind of relationships that it builds as well. So the fact that, like, Tyler, who was a runner-up, you know, and the fact that they have that, it's huge, and it speaks volumes. Yeah. You know, I'm interested to see what happens between the two, but I think it's great that they're, they're still hanging out, they're still talking. Yeah. And speaking of Connor and Mike, we'll both be appearing on Tub Talk very soon. I cannot wait for that. And I have to give a shout out to Mike about having his first book released, uh, Making the Love yeah. You Want. I have heard it's yeah. incredible. What I've read so far is just blown me away. It's beautiful. It's in- insightful. And just knowing who Mike is and where he's come from, it just gives me so much more respect for Mike. So I cannot wait to chat with him. So you guys be uh, looking out for that. I will definitely be announcing that when we have firm dates uh, for those Tub Talk guests. Well, this has been so much fun, Charlie. I've wanted to have you on for so long. I'm so glad we finally got to make it happen. And I cannot wait to be your partner in crime uh, during the season yeah. and recap all the good stuff and get your opinion. And, and that's just going to be so much fun. So guys, we cannot wait to do that with you live. And just tell everyone where they can find your wonderful podcast. You've had some yeah. amazing, incredible guests. If you want to, you know, drop some names, you go for it because you've earned that. And where well, they can I, find you. I, I had Elsie on from Love is Blind. That was, a, that was my most recent episode. Definitely check that out. She's so fun to talk to. Mention, you know, I had Connor Saley on. I, outside of the reality show world, I was really excited to talk to the legendary, iconic comedian Tommy Chong. Coolest guy ever. By the way, like, he's been on Dancing with the Stars. I want to say that he might have been on a Bachelor episode one time. I could be wrong. I thought I saw him, but I could be confused with too. But he's, <laughs> he's been part of the ABC family. I know that. Yeah. Um, the podcast is called Charlie Van Here. It's on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. So definitely check it out. Subscribe. It's been a lot of fun. I mean, as you know, like, podcasting, I think... 
especially during this time right now, it keeps you sane, but it's fun talking to people, and especially with Bachelor, or even outside of Bachelor, all these contestants are fun to talk to, they're candid, and they're just chilled, and it's, everyone's got a story, you know? So yeah, exactly. It's fun to hear the stories, and, and congrats again, Aaron, on your podcast, oh, thank you. Talk, everyone you got on your show, uh, they've been great interviews, and happy to team up, and I can't wait for the season of The Bachelorette. <laughs> yes. You know, it's been Christmas, and it's going to run until December, so yes. we'll literally be up. This is a first for this show, but um, yep. I'm glad. We need, a, we need a distraction from everything that's going on in the world, so I'm glad that The Bachelorette can do that, and then I guess we'll be back in Jared, because I think The Bachelor is running on time, so yeah. um, we'll have... We'll have a two-second break from The Bachelorette. We don't always have that, that little break. And then we're going to go right into The Bachelor. So. It'll be so much fun. I cannot wait, especially because Love Island is over, my obsession. So I have to have a new obsession. So I'm just, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> and you guys, you know, it's really, really important. I know there's a lot going on right now, but I have to emphasize this. Please go vote. Almost every state can vote right now. If I just received my ballot in the mail actually yesterday, I cannot wait to walk that to my library and make sure it's in good hands. But it is safe to mail in. You know, whatever you want to do, just vote no matter what. Please, your vote does count. Your voice does matter. And I really want to just make sure that's put out there. But yeah, Charlie, I think you'll agree with me that podcasting has been such a gift through quarantine. And I just could not be more grateful for it. And I'm sure you feel the same. Oh, definitely. I mean, I think it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And everyone's been so great to talk to. And I think mm-hmm. it's just having these conversations and just kind of keeping what we love moving forward. Right. Um, just to go back to the voting thing, especially for anybody that tunes into this that's from the Dallas area, October 13th here, early voting. So great. it's always good to vote early. Uh, so get out there and, and definitely do that. But yeah, Thank going you, back Charlie. to the podcast, it's just been a blessing being able to do this during this time. I think we all need healthy distractions. You know, you don't want to forget or neglect what's going on in the world, obviously not. But I think if you can find something healthy to take your mind and for the both of us, both of us get to talk to people from shows that we're passionate about, that we enjoy, is awesome. Oh yeah, I could not agree more and it's just you know connecting with people especially right now is just so important so thank you so much everyone for listening thank you charlie for being here i loved having you and you guys we will see you live next week please do tune in on my instagram page at getting cozy with aaron and on charlie's page it's gonna be charlie van here charlie van here So thank you guys so much again for listening. Please stay safe, go vote, and always stay cozy. Till next time, bye.